Today's episode of the Advantage Over Podcast is aimed at you, the reluctant referee, especially around the junior game. If you're a coach with a whistle, or a volunteer who's just been thrust forward because you've had too much to say during a match, and perhaps everyone else looked away when you were all asked for help, then this episode is just for you. Maybe you're just starting to think that you might want to give refereeing a go. Well, coming up, I've got six tips to help you make that transition from being a coach with a whistle into an active referee, or from a parent to a referee, or from a player to a referee. Stay tuned. That's all coming up in just a minute. Welcome to Advantage Over, the only global rugby podcast to help you become a better referee. Your host today is Keith Lewis. Are you ready? Time on. Hello there, it's Keith here. Hope you are all well. Um, hope you're enjoying the Rugby World Cup that's going on at the moment. There's certainly been some amazing matches so far. Um, and one of the reasons for today's podcast is actually linked to that because whenever we see a World Cup kicking off and plenty of rugby going on, we know that our clubhouses start to fill up. We get kids interested in the game, coming along and getting involved and, and, and getting to know the game of rugby that we all love and enjoy. Um, and as obviously as part of that, we need to figure out how those kids develop, um, how they play the game and how those games that they are going to be playing amongst their, amongst themselves or amongst their, their local clubs or the local rivals and all those sorts of things and how those games are going to be refereed. So today's podcast is all about helping those of you who are involved in kids rugby to help to referee those games a little bit better than perhaps they might be now. Um, but have a listen, see what you think. I hope the advice is helpful um, and do let me know um, what you think. And um, by all means, drop us a line at keith at rugbyreferee.net and with any feedback you've got and we'd love to hear from you let us know how you get on hello it's keith here and you're very welcome to the advantage over podcast thanks for joining us today um as i said in that little intro spiel um what i want to do is focus on you particularly if you are what i would call a coach with a whistle rather than a referee um, maybe you're someone who's just getting into the refereeing world or you're starting to think about refereeing or you're particularly in and around the junior game. Um, now, obviously, I'm thinking of that as age grade in, in England. That's where I'm based. But wherever you're listening to this, you'll have junior rugby at all different ages. So um, there's lots of people who are involved around rugby at that age. Um, and this is what I want to, to start to think about. Those people who are involved there um, and want to give um, refereeing a go or even that they've got no choice but to give refereeing a go. So with that in mind, I want to start by saying a massive thank you. We all know how much time and effort goes into um, helping those kids develop a love of rugby to teach them the skills that they want. We know how much time you've given up to do that, um, to take those kids perhaps to from that cajoling them around that bit of grass in the, the proper little ones, so the, the very early sort of preschool age, four, five, six, that sort of thing. You perhaps guided them through tag rugby wherever you are in the world and now you've developed them into tackling rugby wherever that happens in, in your part of the world, whatever age that starts. We just know how much effort that goes in and we know how many people are out there doing a fantastic job um, at developing the next generation of rugby players. So thank you. Um, as I think as rugby develops, um, as kids get older, the games that they're then going to play get better, they get more structured, um, and frankly, they kind of start to look like rugby as we know and love it. Um, and so when we've got that, two teams playing a game of rugby against each other, there's a competitive element, um, and there's laws of the game, there's rules and regs that go into making sure that game happens depending on what the jurisdiction you're operating under. And therefore, those games need refereeing more too. Um, and we all know that refereeing is a massive skill. It's a different skill and it's not everyone's cup of tea. But again, 
there aren't enough referees around the world to do every game of rugby that needs it. So needs must sometimes, and you as a coach sometimes have to step forward and be the referee as well. But the problem we've got is that when someone does something they don't really want to, or they don't really know how to, that shows. And unintentionally, the experience of the kids will suffer. And those are the sorts of things, that if the experience isn't great, will start to turn people off and they'll find something else to do where the experience might be better for them. So it's not a criticism at all. It's just the way of life and, and the fact of reality is that um, we've got to try and make sure that the experience that those kids are getting is the best it can be. Now, obviously, I've done a fair bit of refereeing. I've been doing it for a very long time now. Um, and from a rugbyreferee.net perspective, um, if you come into this new, you might not know, that's the website I set up 15 years or so ago. Um, and my goal or mission, if you like, it is to, is to kind of, is that we as a, as a referee community, we want to make rugby better. And from my perspective, by helping to make better referees. Um, so that's the mission of rugbyreferee.net. So I think I've had a think about those two thoughts coming together. Um, and I've come up with six areas, six tips, if you like, to help make rugby better for the kids that are playing in a match coming up this season. So I'm just going to walk those through. Um, hopefully you'll take that in the spirit that it's intended because um, we all want to make rugby better. Refereeing is part of that. Um, so let's have a think about how we might make that a better experience for everybody. So tip one is a mindset one. It's nothing to do with um, getting out there and doing something. It's what's going on in your head um, when you're setting out to do it. And what I'm going to ask you to consider is to change that mindset for one where you're approaching the game because no one else does it to one where you're approaching that game to enhance the experience of the kids that are playing it. I hope you can see the difference between those two because the way you approach it and, and your psychology behind it will be seen by those around the pitch, both on the pitch and around it. And it'll be very different. We want kids to keep turning up. We want them to stay involved for as long as possible because we all know the benefits of rugby to, um, to, to long life, to sport, to development. Um, we know that not everybody in the world will get um, to the elite levels that we see on, we aspire to, but we want them to stay in rugby no matter what level um, they are at. So a slight shift in mindset might just help um, help them. It'll help you to make sure that when you step on the field as a whistleblower, everything goes much better than it might otherwise. Number two, confidence. Take the confidence you've got as a coach onto the field when you've got a whistle in your hand. You know rugby. You know what's going on because you're teaching the kids about it. So that's the confidence you need to have. You've got absolutely no problems telling and showing players what to do from a rugby perspective. Same as a referee. Half the sell, and I'm doing that in air quotes to everyone, is the confidence when you make a decision. If you look confident, people will believe you. It's just a natural part of um, the blag, if you like, a natural part of, of how we all approach everything in life. So if you do it with confidence, they'll believe you. You know that you can explain tackle drills easily. You can talk to them about tactical plans with comfort. You can come up with a come up with and then explain line-out calls with superheroes and travel modes with ease, all those things. Those are the skills that you've developed as a coach. So take those onto the field when you've got a whistle in your hand. It will make a difference. And three, I just touched on it there, communication. You're a coach. You are already an expert communicator. You get little people to do stuff that they don't know how to do and get them good at it so take that with you when you've got a whistle short simple phrases to players on the field will get them to buy into and then do what you want them to do or what you need them to do 
And that's all about communicating specific short phrases that you do on the field as a coach. Take that principle and do it when you've got a whistle in your hand. So the next two are more, I guess, presentational, if you like. Um, so number four is look the part. If you're refereeing a game of rugby, look like you're refereeing a game of rugby. Nah, I, I typed this before last weekend's uh, internationals, but when was the last time you watched um, a top-level match and a referee was wearing a shirt that wasn't tucked in? Or perhaps they wore odd-coloured socks or refereed in a tracksuit? On the whole, it doesn't happen. Now, now I've seen a couple of shirts untucked of late. Um, I think that it just adds to a picture when people are looking at you. That impression makes a difference. So if you just make a little bit of effort to look like the referee when you're on the field as a referee, I think that makes a crucial part. Now, I'm not saying you need to go out and buy a World Cup replica referee shirt or a, something off eBay or something like that. Just a, a neutral top preferably one without your logo on it or an emblem on it um, because you want to look and feel more neutral than perhaps you are. Um, but those little things will rub off on everyone else. Um, and the, the the second part of that, so number five on, on our list, is the whistle. The thing you've got in your hand that you use as your main tool for communicating decisions when you have to make them. Get a good whistle. If you're using a crappy whistle that you want in a Christmas cracker, please put it in the bin. There's nothing I hate more than wandering around rugby with massive fields and hearing those horrible shrill whistles that um, perhaps might be akin to a dog whistle or even that we go, oh, that sounds like a football referee's whistle. If you, if you hear that and think it, you're using the wrong one um, because we use the whistle in rugby to tell a number of different things, whether it's a short... Um, short, more sympathetic scrum call because there's been a knock-on to a, a pen, a stronger, fuller penalty whistle to even a stop fighting lads. We need to stop this right now. U urgent whistles. A good whistle you're able to use differently depending on how you blow it. And that's my second point of this element is when you've got a good whistle and let's say let's let's call it as it is. And I'm not sponsored by them or supported in any way. But the good old trusty solid Acme Thunderer whistle of some type, and there are a number of different ones you can get. When you've got that good whistle in your hand, for the love of God, blow it. Blow it properly. As I just said, the difference the noise makes in the different way you can blow it will definitely make the game a better experience. The players will know what you're trying to do just by the way that you're blowing the whistle. The spectators around will know that you've seen something and you're communicating with the whistle and that in itself should tell a story. We should be able to watch rugby matches with our eyes closed and listen to the referee's whistle and know why the referee has stopped play. Um, that's the thing to think about. So I know it sounds really simple, but a simply well-blown whistle can make a huge difference to everybody. So get rid of the crappy Christmas crapper one. Um, buy, uh, get out there and buy. It doesn't have to be Acme, but those are the ones that are more easily available. They're the they're the good ones. I'm a, I'm going to do a future podcast um, showing the difference between those whistles. So look out for that in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but get a good whistle and blow it properly. Um, and sixth is something hopefully is gone for granted, given that you're probably refereeing or or yeah, you're you're refereeing the games of your age grade. But make sure you know what the regs and rules are for the age grade that you're refereeing. Um, in rugby, we don't make that particularly easy sometimes. Um, 
the the way the different unions present that information can be complicated it can be as much effort to read those documents as it is to then um, prepare a session and then even referee a session um, but no matter where you are in the world you're listening to this there will be a website attached to your union that will hopefully explain what applies to the different age groups in your country now i know a lot of listeners listening to this are in the uk and, and those, a great chunk, are in England. So I've done something for my club that I'm going to make available to, to you as a podcast listener. Whereas I've been through all the England rugby RFU age-grade appendices, um, and I've done the works that I understand them for my my boys who play, for, for the coaches at my club, and I've done that hard work so that you don't have to. Um, I've created a, a master grid for sort of all the age groups from under nines to under 16, showing the different areas of the game and which rules apply to what age grade. So perhaps if you're refereeing different age grades, yeah, you need to adapt each week to what you're refereeing, which is a tricky skill in itself. But I'll make that available on rugbyreferee.net. So head there, watch out for the links. I'll put it in the show notes when it's public. By the time this goes out, that will be public. Um, so there will be a link to go with it. Um, it'll be in the show notes go through there download the one that's relevant to you um, and make sure you understand it and um, please share that with uh, the coaches in your club share it with the parents um, in your in whatever way you communicate with your age grade parents because of course the parents need to know what the rules are so they can reinforce what you're doing as a coach reinforce what they're seeing on the day and help them to understand what they're doing um, during the times when they're not with you so during the week they can keep talking about you know the rules are x y and z at this age group you know that the number eight can pick up and run with the ball you know that the scrum half can only follow round at the scrum or all those different nuances that do change depending on what age group you're at so um, so hopefully it's a really helpful document um, it should be easy to read it should be um, uh, easy to follow and will help you to understand the rules and regs for your age grade and hopefully if everyone understands what's going on we create better rugby um, and that's as i said at the start is what we're all about so th- six things to 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 think about as you're doing it i'll just go go back and through them briefly so number one we need to change the mindset your mindset when you're approaching the game to a game to to being a referee who can create a really good experience for the kids who are playing that's the mind shift we want you to get into we want you to be confident you're a confident coach you already have those skills so take that confidence and turn it into a referee confidence as well sometimes that will be in the black but that's fine Number three, communicate. You're a coach, so communicate as you already communicate. As a referee, we communicate. So communicate effectively. Think about it first and and you'll turn that experience into a better experience. Number four, look the part. Just look like you're a referee. If you look like a referee, people think you're a referee, you behave like a referee, and then it becomes a cyclical part of the mindset thing that I just talked about. Number five, it's the tool, the whistle. Get a good whistle and blow it properly. And six, make sure you know the rules and regulations for the age grade that you are going to be refereeing. You can only make confident decisions when you know and understand the game that you're supposed to be refereeing. So I hope that's been a helpful um, quick few minutes talking about six really simple things that you can take as a coach with a whistle, as a parent, as a new player, as a player who's turning into a referee, you're thinking about it. Those are six things you can easily get into your head or into your armory um, and you can fix now to make the game that you're going to referee and be involved in a better game for everyone involved. If you've enjoyed that, um, please let us have some feedback and please share it with other people around your club. Um, this is a podcast. It's free to listen to. You don't have to pay to listen to these things. Um, so share and share as much as you like. 
Um, and if you if you're feeling especially grateful, I'd really uh, like it if you could support what we're doing. Um, this is a free uh, site. Um, I fund the whole thing myself. We don't get any payment for it. There's no uh, ads. We don't subscribe. There's no there's no cost model behind it. So if you just want to say thank you, if you go to rugbyreferee.net/coffee, uh, you can pay. Um, a little donation to my caffeine fund so that um, I can keep doing all the things that I do and helping to support you um, as a match official in the game of rugby that we all love. So with that, let's call that a day and let's call Advantage Over. Thanks for listening to the Advantage Over podcast from rugbyreferee.net. We hope you've enjoyed the content that we brought to you this week. What we'd really appreciate is your likes, rates and reviews, wherever it is you found it, whether that's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or TuneIn. Please head over there and leave us a review. We really do appreciate those. Um, We'd also um, ask you to tell your referee colleagues, friends, community um, about this podcast This is the only Rugby Referee podcast out there, um, so we hope to get to more earbuds um, over time. We'd also love your feedback um, and your suggestions and your comments, so please let us have them. Um, You can either email us at ref at advantageoverpodcast.com or you can find us through the rugbyreferee.net website um, or through Twitter at rugbyrefereenet, which is the same handle you'll find on Instagram as well. We're in all those places, so please do let us know what you think, let us know what you want um, and how we can help you become better referees in the future. So for now, that is Advantage Over.